rangers and residents of Angel Grove, welcome to the Sentai Truther Club. I am your host, Grav, and with me is my lovely co-host, Kennedy. Hey, hey, hey. And today, we've got an amazing guest for you for a surprise episode that we didn't think, we didn't even know about this weeks ago. And once I found out about it, I knew I had to have this person on. Today, we have Alex Patak from the famed Pod Dam America and Ballin' Out Super. Chucky Allah, everybody. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for coming. Yeah. This is a huge episode. I can't <laughs> wait to get into it. <laughs> I'm really glad we got you for this. We needed someone <laughs> with a great sense of humor. So <laughs> as long as I'm not like uh, recalled on to uh, uh, describe anything that happened and what I watched, I'm going to be a great guest and I can't wait to, to be there and do it. <laughs> well, the story goes, uh, I was delving into all the tokusatsu ever, right? For the show. You know, I'm doing my research for Sentai Truther Club, digging deep into the conspiracy theories and whatnot. And I found a couple of shows that no one ever seems to remember. One of which was a Common Rider Dragon Knight, which took Common Rider Ryuki in Japan, and they basically like Power Rangers did, like Americanized version of that. And another one that no one ever talks about is Mystic Knights of Tir Nanog, which is an Irish themed Tokusatsu, and it's made by Saban. This ran for 52, or was it like 48 episodes, and no one ever talks about this show, and I'm pretty sure it's for a good reason, but I knew at the minute I saw Irish Tokusatsu, I was like, Alex Patak has to be done. <laughs> now, when you say Irish-themed, this is this was just in Ireland, right? Like, this was for Irish people? Was this an American show? This is an American show. I got a... One more just random thing I have to point out. The top YouTube comment on this video is, I haven't seen this for 20 years, and it's like 20 times worse than I could have possibly imagined. <laughs> I really appreciate that comment. Because <laughs> I, I definitely had this thought, too, of like, would I have even liked this as a kid? And I was like, no. And I liked any fantasy. Like, any dumb fantasy show was fine. I think my opening first impressions of this was like, I I think as a kid, I might have forgotten it because the aesthetics to this is so close to the Hercules TV show that was going on at the time on WB. And uh, Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I hated Hercules on WB. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, nope, nope, nope. I don't care if it has magic powers. Don't care. I hate it. <laughs> Right, and I hated it for the other reason. I was like, I can't watch it if it doesn't have Kevin Sorbo. Where's Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> so, the Mystic Knights of Tirnanag opens with, like, seven to ten minutes of roughly, actually kind of okay-paced, somewhat coherent storytelling. And this really gives you the wrong impression, because this is it in terms of, like, good paced or good storytelling you're treated to this scene of a battle where a bunch of people are pretending to be dead to trick the bad evil army of queen Maeve and they successfully trick them but then 
after this is deployed, they're back at the throne room and they're all like, hey, that was a great trick, but we can't beat Maeve with just simple tricks. We gotta really like do put a stop to this evil queen. Um, and uh, it becomes clear that there are these heroes that need to go get some magic armor so that they could beat the evil queen. Oh, that sounds okay. I mean, maybe it doesn't sound like brilliant or inspired, but it's fine, right? And and like the, these first few minutes are like acceptable. I remember, I distinctly, so I, I just want to say right off the grip, I don't remember anybody's names. I think the... Oh, I, I could not tell you a single name in this time. The, when you said Queen Maeve, I laughed to myself right now. Yeah, that's the only one I know. And that's because I know Maeve from the game Paladins. And like, I play, I, and I think I, The oh, Witcher. The bad boy was Angus. I remember that. <laughs> oh yeah, Angus Burger. Careful, Angus. Yeah. I went to Catholic school with a girl named Maeve, and I'll remember that from from this. <laughs> Again, my viewing was very distorted by thinking this was a show for Irish children. I didn't realize this was like weird <laughs> Ireland appropriation. <laughs> uh, apparently, everything. If it makes you feel any better, apparently the Germans really loved it because the Germans got the full home release. Specifically, wow. only it. in German dub, no English. <laughs> I wonder if the story is actually better in German. <laughs> well, this is the question. Yeah. I I don't know if you guys like actually watched this show as children, but is the problem here just that they put fifty episodes into eighty minutes? Not is, fifty. Is they put like. I think it's just it's cut badly. It's cut badly because like. If I I could like this is an hour and a half movie and I could trim off like 15 minutes casually and it would make it a better movie because there's a lot of like repeating scenes and it, it it makes it feel like time is dragging. But I'm, I'm they kinda, also show you I don't know if they do this on purpose, but they do show you that they're using the same cave for every shot. Yes. Whenever they're supposed to find a new villain, it is at the same place. <laughs> they had $10,000 when they were doing this show, okay? Saban, Saban only had $20 million at this point, all right? All he you can only give $10,000. And a dream, okay? <laughs> I'm probably lowballing it with the $20 million, by the way. <laughs> like heavily lowballing it. Oh, my God. Um, I just want to say my perspective is for sure that like I've seen some other Saban films and stuff from the same era now doing this show and they suck. Some of Saban's shows are okay, but Saban could not make a film. So I don't think there was any saving this. So this I, wasn't his uh, Citizen Kane. <laughs> the first 10 minutes I came into it and I was like, I'm actually signed up for this. Like I, I am. Let's go. Cause, I, yeah, cause I was seeing like all the Irish stuff in it, and I was like, oh, you got some like ranged bolts going on, some magic powers, the swords are shooting flames out of it. Like I was like, oh, well, if we're gonna do that, hell yeah, let's go. And like, even though it was like a breakneck speed, and I could not keep up with it at all. Uh, and then it's weird because that that even changes in the middle of the movie. The first 10 minutes of it, all the way up to, like, I would say the first guy getting his getting the first power was just, like, pretty good. It was pretty decent. It wasn't a bad watch by any means. It was better than Turbo. See, 
It's interesting you say that because although the story I think was better, I was not interested until they got the suits because that I that's what I showed up for was the big crazy suits. And before that, it just looked like like ten thousand dollar Lord of the Rings that no one asked for. I didn't watch the Lord of the Rings movies. What? How? <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the it Rings seems so related to the subjects you cover. <laughs> Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Rings came out and uh my father said I'm not sitting down for a 3-hour movie in a theater. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's much easier than at home. <laughs> I think. You know, that's my bias. So. Uh the whole thing with the Lord of the Rings is uh that they take like very cartoonish castles and uh, sword combat kind of uh, 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 elements and then make them look like impressive and real. Whereas this movie, I don't think like the actual, like if you were on the set for Tiernanog and you were on the set for Lord of the Rings, what was happening would look any different. But like the presentation you get for the end product is night and day. And I was just sitting at that with uh, all the weed in my brain for the next 80 minutes. <laughs> I, I do kind of agree with you that I was disappointed with how long it took to see some sweet armor and that like that was kind of like I was waiting to get hype. Like, I'm just like, come on, let's have some fucking Irish Power Rangers like in armor, like in a suit. And then when I realized that we weren't going to see all of them in armor until like the very end of the movie, I started to become upset. Um. <laughs> now this is a spoiler, but does the la does the like class clown character even get his armor? Did I miss something? I don't think he got it by the end no, of the he movie. Got it. He, he got, got it. it. He literally gets it with like 30 seconds left. All right, let's get back into recapping a little bit <laughs> so we can talk about it. Um so okay, I'm sorry. So the knights, no, you're good. Um the knights go the knights go see the fucking fairy realm. The fairy king is the weird dick. And is like, you got to go on a bunch of quests. Get your magic armor. Um, this is where things start to go a little bit wrong. Now, the first armor quest is okay-ish. Doesn't drag out too long. I thought there it was is, pretty good. There is a long section of sexist dialogue. This is like the first one of these um, that didn't need to be there. But that's about the only like sort of hanging unnecessary bit. And then uh, Rowan... I actually remember his name too now that I'm thinking about all this shit. The the fire blondie boy main Power Ranger gets his armor. And uh, at this point, things are still okay. But this is when it's revealed. And this is where I really just, like I said, I started to lose it. This is when it's revealed that they're not just going to go get all four suits of armor like right now. They're going to go back to the damn castle and hang out for like two weeks between each quest. Well, yeah. they're exhausted. You yeah. can't expect them to do it back to back. I mean, we could go at length to explain, like, then they do this, then they do that, then they do this, but really, it's... And then Stone Wolf arrives. This movie has travel by map syndrome heavy. Like, there's a lot of, like, landscape shots into the same mountain where they talk and have the same dialogue, like, three times over of the exact same subject. And it's yeah. specifically after the first quest because then we get cut to like, and like, again, we could go over the first quest, but it's literally like the group of people, they go to the caves to go face off against an enemy. Rowan, Rowan say his name. <laughs> Rowan goes to the caves <laughs> and uh, face off against this common Rider-like enemy. I do like the enemy designs. This is what I'm going to say. That's part of the movie, for sure. Yeah, this yeah. is what I'm going to say about Mystic Knights 
it's less Power Rangers and more Common Rider. And when you draw up that comparison, it's like once I made that distinction, as soon as I saw the enemy design, I was like, oh, this is Common Rider. This isn't this isn't the Rangers. So I was okay with the concept of them individually getting their suits because Common Rider does the same shit. Like we even see it in right. the, the most recent one that I showed you, where Zero One, where yeah. like, you know, they get a new suit, but it's like a different episode every time. So Let's like say hypothetically, I I'm, I'm sure this is not true for your listeners, but that someone did not know the in and outs of Common Rider. What makes this more similar to Common Rider than Power Rangers? Common Rider is more solo focused, where it's typically one to three people that have powers versus Power Rangers, it's the whole group. Yeah. The whole team. Like it's like it's, six it's like a six man, right? It's like the dynamics yeah. of like a six man squad versus the dynamics of a three man squad. Well, and also just it's the dynamics of like a fully cohesive team versus a lot of times in Common Rider, the heroes aren't necessarily like perfectly aligned. And you get a little of that here where like they don't exactly seem like they are best friends at all times. I had a hard time telling them apart, to be honest. <laughs> Mostly Rowan and then the comic relief guy. So there's like Angus. two dreamboat white guys with curly Irish hair. And then a black guy who's always wearing a helmet. And then a girl who looks very cold the entire movie. And you can tell those ones apart. But the two main white guys are very confusing whenever they're not on screen at the same time. <laughs> Well, the, the differentiator is Angus has the thickest of eyebrows. I have no idea. This movie has like an eyebrow fetish. It really does. That fairy with the unibrow too and shit. There's yeah. something going on. After Basically, after the fight, um, Rowan uh, is acquainted with this fairy. And I don't know. Alex, can you answer this? Actually, I got to stop you, though. We got to talk about the fight itself for a moment. Okay. Because I legitimately thought, I when watching this, my first thought was, okay, this is the usual Saban thing. He purchased footage, and he made this show. Only to find out that for this show, actually, all of the stuff that we were watching was filmed for the first time. So why was it impossible for Rowan and the fucking Metal Wolf to be in the same place. <laughs> They're in like a one bedroom studio apartment and it's just like painted in lime green. And that's that's what they do. That they they that's their that's their studio space to record movies in. They only have eight dollars. What do you want? <laughs> this is the best they could they had their mom make as many of the props as they could. They can't damage them by smashing. <laughs> You can also kind of tell of the costume designs too, because what looks to be like just regular, like tatted rags over or with like leather armor over it, it looks like just t-shirts with stitches in them. <laughs> my my question is: Are the actors who play Rowan and uh, his plucky gang are the, are those also the guys who actually do the stunts, or does they have different stuntmen? Because they, I thought they looked physically different when the armor came on. For sure. I mean, the fact that they were in front of a CGI green screen and didn't have to, like, physically interact with anything, I would hope they do their own stunts. I mean, I hope they do, except it seemed like, especially the the main guy, Rowan, whenever he was doing a fight outside of the armor, looked like he, like, had never shaken hands with anybody before. Just zero hand-eye coordination for any of his movements. And then he, the armor comes on, and I'm buying it. It's real. It looks real. <laughs> I will say, uh, you know, 
obviously budget constraints aside, this is the limitations of CGI back in the 90s, right? You can't have like fisticuffs be entirely in CGI back then. You no. couldn't. You, you actually can't do any of the things they did in CGI in this movie back then. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they, they tried their damnedest. That's the problem, right? Like everything is a ranged attack. But my thing is, is like you can make ranged attacks cool as fuck. So I didn't even care that it was going to be ranged attacks, but I just knew seeing from the original training scene where they were all like, oh, we're going to test out our skills with our weapons and stuff like that. I was like, okay, like you could still make that really cool. Like you could just summon meteors, blah, blah, blah. Fucking Final Fantasy does that shit all the time. So like I was like, I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. But I think the problem is, is that everything is just like a Star Wars clone trooper fight with like laser pistols, right? Mm, Is it just back and forth like, "Ah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. The first time I saw the the water ranger point his giant trident at somebody and shoot a laser beam at them instead of stab them, I was audibly disappointed. <laughs> giant, you it's say? It's just a, it's a big trident. Oh, I want to see him swing it around. It's, it looks it's, terrible. They're just using it like you a think, gun. You think that's a big trident? Yeah, why? Yeah, no, you're, I, you're 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 easy to impress. You did, you did not look closely <laughs> enough, my friend. <laughs> that trident. That tr- okay. That is a pole arm. Okay, a pole arm. Mystic Knights was your first size. boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> a a, a pole arm. Should- <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting this up. <laughs> A polearm should not be the size of a sword. It should be roughly as tall as you. Like, like any kind of like spear type weapon, which is what a trident is. Right? Okay, yeah. Okay, now I got it up and I'm looking at it and you're right, it is not big enough. (laughs) Oh, it was big enough. It was giant for you. It was giant big. There are the sword is large. No, there are scenes where where the trident and and the sword, Rowan's sword, are right next to each other, and they're obviously the same size. And it's just like, no, no. <laughs> you lose all of the advantage of your trident if it's two feet long. It's a one-handed it's like, trident. All of them, and it doesn't even look cool. It looks like a toy store. Yeah, thing. yeah. This one looked like straight, like <laughs> plastic mold. I'm selling this at Toys R Us for nine ninety nine. <laughs> it looked terrible. Which probably is what it was, uh, except um, it was marked up to forty nine ninety nine. Right. Well, because it's uh, you can write it off. But I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, watching him, just like it shouldn't be a gun. You know, <laughs> that kind of ruins the whole allure if it's all if it, they're all just off oddly shaped guns. It's not even like a, a fun gun because like you were saying, it's like a stormtrooper fight. But at least in a stormtrooper fight, they kind of blast back and forth and stuff more here. It's like Ghostbusters. It's just like here comes the beam. This is like just the fights version of Ghostbusters. Entire movie. Did like the gu- the bow and arrow tornado gun? I thought that was probably the coolest thing in the whole in the Best whole. Movie. It's very nineties. I will say that the 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 visual effects is like, yep, that was in Diablo. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so this is when the fairy fight that 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 weird fairy arrives. She weird. has a unibrow. She's very jealous of other women. 
She's not like other girls. It she's occasionally useful, but usually it's one of those things where you're like, why didn't you do this 10 minutes ago? She's more useful than Alpha 6 in Power Rangers Turbo. She's not yeah, as useful she, as she is uh, upsetting to behold. Why? Yeah, so I was going to ask you, Patak, do do fairies have unibrows in Irish mythology? I'm glad you asked me that <laughs> as a person from Boston. Yes, they do. Uh, they you went to Boston University, powers. right? <laughs> I did not go to Boston University. Yeah, you My were part did. of the you were part of the uh the the Dublin project. Yeah. They they gave me that responsibility on BU's behalf, but that was an, a position of honor. <laughs> anyway, what I'm here to say is that uh, the unibrow is where the power comes from. <laughs> That's lore. <laughs> your your family, uh, they they were the Catholics, right? <laughs> they, you know what? Uh, they definitely were Catholics. I think since the last time I've recorded with you, I've found out that I am like one sixteenth English. And though that side of my family is not getting along with the other parts, so I don't know. There's a little schism now. They're they're, they're leaving the family in like a Brexit type fashion. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they just ended up like breeding with like Irish people, and then like were racist to themselves or something. Well, the I just found out about this like a few weeks ago. <laughs> the the fairy was definitely a loyalist. That's for sure. <laughs> she was a loyalist. She was a sellout to the queen. But, yeah, I want to say about the fairy, like, you mentioned Alpha, and I agree, the fairy is objectively on paper more powerful than Alpha 6, and sort of comes in handy more often. But the problem is that, again, everything that she does, she should have done 10 minutes ago. That's like the most frustrating kind of help. At least in Power Rangers, Alpha, like, shows up when he can't. Like he maybe he could not be there before, and that is like the literally the case. Like he did not have the weapon to bring you. He you know could not get there physically. Whatever the fairies just seems to be able to just basically transport through space freely. Like she can go anywhere at any time, and she has all these fucking powers. And then most of the time she's like, I don't want to help, but for some reason I still want to hang out with you. Is the fairy right. what unlocks the powers though for the suits? Is that the case? Like, every time they unlock a suit, they get granted a fairy? No, just the one. I have no idea. There are some other little gremlins and shit, but they're, they're Queen Maves. Ah, okay. I'd love to find out. Yeah, All that, right, okay. That, that whole shit's, like, weird. The, the whole, like, mythology behind, uh, not Irish mythology stuff, but just, like, the whole, like, mechanics and all that stuff's really weird because, like, the suit, like, the guy... Like, the guy never suited up before, and he suits up, and he says, like, a like a war cry or something like that with his sword out and he transforms. And I guess like he just, inside. he just knew that it was going to happen. Cause he was like, I'm the chosen one. And if I say these words, you know, the, the power will come to me. Um, the fire inside the sky above the water <laughs> around me. Right. And so counting. then we get kind of like treated like after the whole like fairy introduction sequences and everything, we kind of get treated to like politics, maybe, I don't know, like Queen Maeve. I missed this part. Yeah, Queen Maeve deals with her like underlings trying to betray her. The king and the the grand wizard are like, next time you do this, just be careful, okay? And they're all like, yeah, no fucking duh. And there's just I like, don't know about Common Writer, but Queen Maeve was beat for beat Rita Repulsa. Is that is that? Would you confirm that? Oh, uh, 
medieval she, medieval Rita Repulsa, sure. Yeah. She she was like uh <laughs> I hate to make this comparison. Uh <laughs> Queen Cersei. She was kind she, she I I got more of the Queen Cersei Queen Cersei vibes hmm. than than Rita Repulsa. Cuz she did she did seem like she knew like politics. Because okay. she she demonstrates some political foresight uh, later Savvy. on in the movie. There we go. Political savviness Real throughout the movie. Politics. Yeah. Using your monsters to crush those mystic knights. I will say, watching this whole thing, I, I was very critical of all of the acting happening, which was all bad in different ways every time, in a way that's almost like a masterclass of its own. Except Queen Maeve really sold it. Yes. She really made me believe she was a nasty queen. Yeah, she's honestly the best character, mm -hmm. and Saban does this pretty frequently right now, right, Kennedy? Because like, even yeah. in like this horrible fucking movie, even in this horrible fucking movie, still really strong female antagonist. Like, Some woman really hurt him, right? But it's not like in a misogynistic <laughs> way, I though. Make 100 TV shows about. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess you're right. But it's like, I don't even think like it's even in a misogynistic way. It's just no, like I think he's really maybe well done. Processing it, he's processing it relatively healthily through the maybe lens he's of trying strong to do like villains. A, Got it. Yeah, strong. It reminded me of like a Shakespearean villain, like a uh, whoever, uh, not Hamlet, you know, the fucking one, the bad one. And she does the speech. The Shakespearean villain who does the speech. I said what I meant to say. I Lady haven't read. There we go. That's the one. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't read Shakespeare since high school. Oh, wait, sorry. Lady, the Scottish play? Lady Macbeth is the one I was looking for. I know. I, I made a theater joke that someone will get out there. Oh, real heads. <laughs> Where were you when you got the joke? <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. I agree. Queen Maeve, fantastic. Everyone else, horrible. Except for one exception. Right now, the quest line seems to be like, we need to protect the princess that we're adventuring with. And the princess is all like, I can take care of myself. And then it cuts to like the next scene and it's the exact same set. And she's like, I can take care of myself. And then it cuts to the next and the scene. They're like, <laughs> and the <laughs> woman can't fight. <laughs> exactly. So lo and behold, Garrett from Final Fantasy VII comes onto the scene and like he's the best one. Clearly, like his acting skills are better. And not only that, but like even in the plot, he's like the most savvy one of them all because he mostly knows, like, hey, I don't want to be a messy person. So I'm not I'm gonna just like butt out of this. I I don't really wanna like butt in with some bullshit. Right about how the princess is might not be strong enough to do the quest. That all this, I don't really care about that. Yeah, I'm but, just here to be a mystic knight. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I will say it's also amongst the backdrop of them like staying at the base of the mountain as she climbs up. <laughs> and then what happens next? Oh, uh, Maeve has a good plot, which is to lure off Rowan, the only one who has his armor so far with a false offer of a peace treaty, uh, which is like, you know, that's okay. It's like not the worst idea in terms of a plot. It is dumb that Rowan just basically agrees to this with no proof that it's safe at all and insists that no one should join him. 
that that part is dumb. <laughs> People in this movie love going o- alone off by themselves. Well, places the com- where they where won't use too much money. That's the common writer influence. <laughs> yes. Also, I would say theoretically, it's like you're bringing a nuke to to go to negotiations. Uh, I don't think you really need to also bring like 28 Ks with you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, That's Queen Maeve, you know? You never know what she has up her sleeve. Yeah, we know she's got nukes. She keeps saying she doesn't, but we've seen the enrichment we've reports. Seen, but see, um, we've seen the UN's... But see, they play... The liberals are playing civility politics. Where mm. they're like, all right, you know, rules of war. She requests this. We need to seek out peace by any means. Let's Let's go ahead and entertain this. She appealed to their dumb lib brains, and it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, and it yeah. worked. Mm-hmm. I would um, never trust someone with like a, a magical shadow constantly over their eyes. That's a red flag for me. Yeah, I was gonna say I do. If I was a main character in a movie, I'd, I wouldn't trust anybody with bags under their eyes. Who was like clearly no, of no, a different nation? It's like there's a black line across her eyes. The yeah. whole movie. <laughs> very, very suspect makeup. Very suspicious. <laughs> she could just have sleep um, apnea. <laughs> it's a real condition, but I think I think hers comes from the devil. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, this leads to my favorite part of the film entirely, which is. Deirdre climbs the 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 cliff to fight Lightning Bat. She's fighting Lightning Bat, and it's fine. It goes about as well as any of the other fights. But Angus and Garrett are like, "Oh my God, we have to we have to try to save her. She's probably dying. She's fine." Meanwhile, Rowan is in actual danger by this point. Yeah, and be- these dudes are not even thinking about him or what's happening to him. They're only thinking about the princess. You just, it's this, the toxic masculinity. You love to see it. <laughs> it's very toxic here. That would have been a really amazing plot, her... actually. Had Rowan died and they had to deal with the repercussions of all that. Yeah, and learn from their toxic masculinity because they lost a member of their team. <laughs> there were a lot of ways to improve this plot. Um <laughs> The one comment my wife kept saying uh, about oh you uh, watched this with your wife (laughs) yeah well wow we were we we were both high so it was fine and it was like hey it's movie night Um, (laughs) oh no we're going through Tiernanog (laughs) what have I done the recurring plot with with the princess is just that everyone else is wearing three layers of armor and she has like a skirt with like. I couldn't tell if she's wearing armbands or if her arms were just strange pale colors only Irish people get. <laughs> where you know if it's like a layer of cloth or not. But the rest of the movie, you can watch her like hiding behind the male characters because they're on these windswept planes. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's just so, tough. So then they hang out at the castle for a few more weeks. There's another armor quest. But this time, the town is getting attacked at the same time. And Garrett, yeah. Garrett has to go on his way. So this is where, I, by this point, time has really stopped making sense. Yeah. Um, because the, for this one in particular, 
like it, it just gets worse as it goes but for this one it's like oh we're gonna hang out and like hold off the monster in the town while you go get your armor and then garrett's like riding around on a horse and shit like and like it was kind of like this with the rowan thing also because when rowan left to go to queen maves he's like riding around on a horse and it's obviously taking days even though for the other characters they're obviously it's still just the same day at the cliff I don't know if maybe there's like some time shenanigans going on that they're all having to deal with. You know, maybe there's a Majora's Mask type situation that we're not aware of. But uh, I think actually we might be confusing timelines here because I think Garrett uh, Garrett went off to go to get his uh, armor. And I believe was it not around the same time of Daedra also getting her armor at the same time because the fairy no, was like they didn't do it at the same time no they no no none of them ever went to get their armor at the same time even though explicitly they have to get it alone and they, every time they go back to the fucking castle the king's like we time is of the essence mystic knights and the knights are like yeah maybe i don't know nah. sure whatever nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... it's the movie the funniest thing about this fighting the giant in the town for sure is that they won't put their power armor on at first because they don't want to escalate even though this like giant monster is like tearing through the town and scaring everyone away and like destroying things. Um, somehow it would be escalating for them to stop that. Um, when they go low, we go high. <laughs> go myth- mystic knight armor. But then a baby is in danger and suddenly they're like, armor time it would make more sense if the armor had like splash damage they were worried about you know like oh i want to put on the armor but you know how 10 there's a 15 foot explosion every time i do it or something well you know there's like Uh, a journal they have to keep up with journalistic integrity right it's like every x amount of deaths is like a tragedy every x amount of deaths is a massacre you know so it's like all right it's the it's the it's the george bush like Severity oh, you think they're levels. juicing the story, you're saying? Yeah. They got they to make it more exciting when they save the village eventually. Yeah, they got to maximize publicity. Well, it works because it helps them all find their mystic armor. <laughs> Listen, it would be fine if they were just doing this logically. Like, let's say that for uh, Deidre's armor, they're like, oh, the place where you get it is near Queen Maeve's castle. Suddenly that's explained. For this one, oh, Garrett this village is where your armor is. No, his armor is at the seaside. There it yeah. is. It's very important because it's summoned by the ocean. I will say this. You know been- what watching this was like, it wasn't like watching a TV show so much as like watching somebody else play Skyrim. <laughs> Fuck that. They just do objective by objectives. Yes, actually. <laughs> I made so that accurate. comparison. I did make that comparison when I was watching the movie, but that was actually when Angus was on his quest towards the end. Because I was like, oh, no, like, it, like okay. The climax. Yeah. Garrett, so, like, I just want to really quickly touch on Garrett and say that his acting skills are great. I think every scene that he's in, he <laughs> really steals the show, mostly because everybody else sucks, but also because, like, he does competent things on screen, and, and he sells it. I don't know. I think he's also bad. You think he's also <laughs> I bad? I think he's just bad in a different way than the other actors are bad, but in, like, a distinctly different and awful way. <laughs> But that's pretty much like the last time the movie's really good because after that it kind of it kind of fumbles it 
quite a lot after that? A lot, yeah. So here's where things go from towards the end. This is where it's, yeah, this is a huge mess. So Angus is a little nervous to go on his armor quest because he's the bad boy layabout of the group. Um, Can I just say Angus sucks? Whatever yeah. they were going for with him, they did not hit the mark. He's supposed to be like sarcastic or funny or or like intimidating, and you just never know what he's trying to be at any given moment. Yeah, all of his like laugh lines have these big pauses where he's like, "Was this it? That was it for you? What's happening?" Hunter Biden, he is not. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, eventually you start to side. I, at first, I thought the wizard chided him too much, but eventually you just start to side with the, the wizard who just gives him shit all the time because Angus is just a wet blanket. He's just yeah. an unlikable person. They keep trying. Um, they keep trying to make him a thing. They're like, let's make Angus a thing. And, and everybody else is like, stop making Angus a thing. It will never be a thing. He had everything he needed. He had everything he needed to become a big deal. In the night community. So Angus is really nervous to go on his armor quest. And he keeps getting frustrated in training. Which apparently he, you know, he needs to do some kind of intensive training. Which, like, this isn't... You're either ready or you're not. Like, that's... One week of just swinging a sword around a little more isn't going to help. Let's be real. Um, but, um... So he breaks into the wizard's study looking for a bravery potion. He opens up a bottle and the wizard in the best moment in the entire film has fucking trolled him in advance and put a potion or sorry, a, sc a scroll in this potion bottle instead of a potion that says, I always knew you were a fuck, Angus. Get wrecked. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's one of the big moments of the film. That's literally the best moment. Nothing else amused me deeply, but that was like, ha, yes. <laughs> the first time I saw a stone wolf, I had a chuckle. Ha <laughs> ha, stone wolf. <laughs> um, so Angus uh, is like, God damn it, the wizard fucking owned me. Um, I'm going to look around the wizard's study a little more for something fun, maybe. And he finds marijuana. I mean, they called yeah. it laughing powder, but <laughs> let's just be honest. <laughs> um <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's from the ground. It's organic. Yeah, just some nice laughing hashish, and uh, he gets into a state of laughing. In the meantime, Queen Maeve has come up with a plan to send some of her soldiers, disguised as the king's soldiers, to kidnap Angus. And because he's high off his ass, it's extremely successful. Yeah, I mean that's what it takes, man. Angus needs a little bit of that boost, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> it's a little bit of that laffy taffy. I mean, who can blame him, really? It's Good the only, him. it's Angus's only relatable moment, actually. The Mystic Knights quickly put together the puzzle that Angus was captured by Queen Maeve, that they were all fooled, and they have to go do their final battle. This is where things, this is the absolute worst time jump yet, because they go to Queen Maeve's to do a final battle. She summons a Minotaur, and they start fighting, and they're like, Angus, go get your armor. And that dude clearly goes on like a week long quest. Yeah, that is confusing. <laughs> this was the most Skyrim ass <laughs> thing. It's like, oh, you're the you're the main character now. You're the player character. So, all right, whenever you leave an area, time is just stopped there. Time is just stopped. They're like in an endless fight until you get back. 
you could just you could just tell it's like main objective updated <laughs> like you could see the hud on the screen like it, it was just one of those most skyrim ass moments because the man just That's like what we learn in uh you know in creating drama you want to start scenes and finish them you I know just, <laughs> it, it could have been cut yeah. it could have been cut so much better that's what i didn't understand instead of like constantly cutting back to the fight had they just like <laughs> not cut back to the fight and just let him have out his quest the pacing would be so much better but they didn't do that they kept cutting back to the fight i'm like there's no fucking way that like this man was able to ride a horse for 20 miles fall on his ass off the horse think about it <laughs> ponder about it for like at least five minutes get back on the horse to then continue riding while no like none of his comrades already got stabbed through the chest come on no it's heartbreaking too because while you're watching it you know that this is just such a poor representation of the lore of Tirnanog, and this is what everyone is going to see and they're not going to be able to appreciate the the irish lore that you want to show to your children to form their values at a young age what's a good example of uh irish lore to show to your children at a young age you know you know the the lucky charms <laughs> leprechaun that's probably the best one to start with it, it all goes from there that's why they you, you see it so much at that age i think another wow. thing to mention too about this queen Maeve fight is that uh because everything is ranged right the way they have their weapons positioned by their crotch as they shoot out and like rowan has like this like really articulate like i am posing for uh draw me like one of your french girls spread eagle ass pose with his sword just out there and it's just like shooting and he's like moving his hips back to represent that he's shooting as well and then popping it back i'm like bruh it's called star power baby some people, <laughs> got it, some people don't we really don't need the crotch shots it's like literal like shots from the crotch and you just oh, see fireballs so coming out this this is a, a brief tangent, but every time they transform into their ranger modes or whatever, uh, they have different transformations, which are very reliant on the computer technology of the time. Because Rowan's is just a screen wipe. He has armor. But then Deirdre's is the armor grows, and the technology was not there for it. And it just, it looks like there's like <laughs> bugs coming out of her or something. It's disgusting. It's not good. Deirdre's armor doesn't she, even like, fit changes right. shapes. It it doesn't fit her right. It's very top heavy. Um, it doesn't seem like it would protect you at all. No, it's not. The water good. armor was cool. The helmet no, doesn't no fit for the water armor. The helmet doesn't fit. Look at it. It's all on the top of her head, but it's the rest of them have full head. She, she just got ripped off. She yeah. has her hair like in a bun with the helmet on, and because of that, the eye sockets never line up right, even in the transformation sequence when it has to be perfect. It just looks derpy. It's really bad. Just so dorky. So awkward. I will say one thing that makes this whole time bullshit believable in this sequence is that Maeve eventually is like, I'm not going to watch this fight anymore. And I was like, you know, considering this fight has t obviously taken days, I would also walk out. That's fair enough. <laughs> I want to just walk out just watching the film of it. <laughs> 
Like, uh, the first 20 hours of watching the Mystic Knights battle the Minotaur was pretty good. Now I'm done. I'm out. Peace. That's Queen Maeve. Yeah. I did. I cashed out hard after the first 45, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That would be like, around I, did, I, would... I technically watched this entire movie, but I could not tell you what happens in the second half. I don't blame you at all. That's exactly when... Uh, I, I Honestly, it was when... Deidre was going for her armor and he kept doing the same scene like four times over. I think that's when like, and, and they were not like, Oh, this is like five seconds of dialogue and it cuts. No, it's like full on four to five minute section cut next one. All right. Same thing just over and over again. And it, it with just, repetition, they have the theme hammered in. It just didn't feel like it felt like not only that, but like the mountain was the same too. So it kept just like repeating that shit. So yeah, I could understand why you checked out at 45 for sure. So great to watch. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was as the Minotaur was defeated. I remember this distinctly that Grab's wife looks at the time left in the movie and goes, there's not enough time left for them to resolve all this shit. Yep. This is um, also what I was thinking. Sure enough, they don't fight Queen Maeve, even though they're all at her castle with their power armor, and, like, she's been fucking with them nonstop. They just leave. And they go back to their castle, and there's just a final scene that is as awkward as humanly possible to sort of send off the idea that we should come back for a sequel that you could not pay me enough money to come back for. <laughs> I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. That last scene is Angus at his best. I mean, Kennedy... Doing all of the character acting we love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt like the Star Wars commemoration sequence at the end of yeah. episode four. Oh, a little bit. But just, like, bad. <laughs> um, way yeah, worse. It's, it's as corny as the Star Wars uh, coronation sequence, but, like matched up to like the quality of star wars so star wars being good and the coronation sequence being a slight dip and then this movie being unbelievably hard to watch and then a dip <laughs> below that yeah <laughs> i mean like we we could continue to rag i think my thing is is that i guess I'll, i'm just gonna go right into my review and like we can talk about t tidbits here and there conceptually this is a 10 at the first, <laughs> the first 10 minutes of this, I was like, I want Irish tokusatsu. Give me 2021 Irish tokusatsu. It's 2021. We need Irish representation in the tokusatsu genre. It's been too many. It's the through. rainbow. It's been too many. It's been too many years. Uh, maybe for uh, the 20th. What is it? The 20th anniversary or no, the 30th anniversary of Mystic Knights will have another Irish tokusatsu. We won't. Uh, <laughs> Fingers crossed. We'll make it ourselves, Kennedy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Conceptually, you have the money. You can do it. That's that's another thing. Like you can make your own toku. Like if 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 you watch this, you can go. I can make my own toku. <laughs> like yeah. I I can easily reproduce this with like a five hundred dollar laptop from Best Buy. <laughs> fraction of the cost everything else is like a zero so i think like my end result is a three it's that like 10 sense. zero zero i uh, was originally skeptical when you said the concept is a 10 but then thinking about it they just didn't utilize the concept enough 
Like they're they're having all these these characters. Like there's there's as much lore back there as like Greek mythology. You could get all the weird Celtic gods out in their mischief that goes unleashed. You could get the Morrigan lurking in her bog. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there's totally so much you can pull from. I knew it too. That's why I was like, this is fuck, man. They attempted it in the '90s. That's crazy. So close, but so far. Should I do my review now? Did I yes. did I skip yeah, my turn? Go, for, go in. Okay. Okay, listen up. I liked Stone Wolf. He's a wolf, but he's made out of stone. You can only fight him with power armor. I thought he was a plus. I thought the hurricane gun that is made out of a bow was cool. I didn't like that all the other melee weapons shot beams. That pissed me off. All of the story was maybe the worst I have ever seen in a movie. (laughs) All of the acting was very bad. There were pretty much no cool monsters. There was one. There was a one digital like a uh, rock troll or something that looked just. It looked like a Pac-Man made of stones, and that was mm. like I want to be mad at it, but the fact that you can see them trying so hard it makes me feel like I have to respect it. If that makes sense. That so I, swear I don't know. You, if, I've seen that three D model in like Turok Dinosaur Hunter on the N sixty four. Oh, you think they poached it? Yeah, it does. The whole thing looks like a PlayStation 1 cutscene. I'm going to say overall, I'm going to give it a. I'm also. I'm going to say two out of 10 because I do respect what what they were trying to do, but they did make a much worse version of several other shows that already exist. As an ally, your your opinion is the only one that matters. Great. (laughs) Go ahead. I'd love to hear that. I'm just going to reiterate that my friend who has never, ever, ever in many, I've known this guy for like 12 years off and on. Like we haven't like watched movies together the entire time or anything, but you know, periodically throughout our friendship, we've watched things. And during Corona times, especially our online group that we're all in, we've been watching stuff together. We've watched unbelievably bad movies. Really, like, y'all ever heard of Evil Bong? That shit sucks. Uh, I've never heard of it. Uh, we watched some just shit in October. Some of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. And this is worse. This is worse than any <laughs> of it. I don't even... This dude, wa- my, my, my homie walked out. He has never done that. I can't even... I, I can only... I can only, out of respect to him, give this a negative one <laughs> i would rather watch the turbo movie again yeah yeah it's an either or situation <laughs> like gun to my head have to pick a movie power rangers turbo the movie that movie sucks but it sucks less than this at least there was some pacing the villain was great there were some likable aspects uh, I don't know if I could agree to that. I think if I don't you, remember Power Rangers Turbo well enough. It's so bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think I gave it like a two, and then Kennedy Power Rangers gave it a zero. Turbo is the season where uh, there's a little kid ranger. Yeah, it's really if that fl- sparks any oh. memories of hate. Yeah, no, I, like I, I think I think <laughs> Justin Justin is more upsetting to me, Justin coupled with like the racism that was in there it was really racist was more upsetting was more upsetting to me 
than anything in 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 uh, Mystic Knights. That that's why I'm I'm landing on a three. I I think I would rather I would rather I would not watch this again probably willingly unless I had something in mind, which I might I might I might actually like chop this up and like. Dude, like a fifth, like just you take might, out. It might be better if you footage. chop and screw it. You <laughs> wacky with the Tiernanog Knights. Yeah, I, I might actually like because I have the movie downloaded, so it's like it's it's on YouTube, okay? Like if it's on YouTube, got it hasn't all the been taken down at this for point. A hit. It's whatever, but like <laughs> I, I got the movie, so like oh. I could probably see myself like going. Ah, I could probably make this better with like a fifteen-minute cut or something. Yeah, like that. go off, King. Yeah, um, because I, think there, I think there is something here. I, I I think I think there is something here. Um, there's a little bit of the spark, and you you see it in the first ten minutes, and it's just unfortunate that with this sort of editing that they did, it just came out terrible. I'm sure. I if you would have gave me aspect, yeah, because I, I think I I think I would maybe still give the show a try, not anytime soon, but like maybe at some point I would like watch like the first five episodes and see if it's a better experience but whew. yeah Ooh. yeah <laughs> it's rough it's rough i just watch it at home link in the comments <laughs> yeah we'll uh judge for yourself we'll link it in the we'll link it in the description below alex where can we find you Oh, thanks for having me on again. You can follow me yeah, on Twitter at Patak Jokes. That is P-T-A-K Jokes. I have three podcasts and I post them all on there. So that's probably just the easiest way to do it. My podcasts are Pod Damn America, Ballin' Out Super, and Theater of Delights, my sweet baby radio show. Feel free to check any of those out. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Patak, for joining us on this Irish Toku adventure. Thank you for having me and respecting my heritage. <laughs> Rangers, thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to rate our podcast five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. And as always, you can find Kennedy and I on Twitter. I am at Gravcast and Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper. Stay safe, Rangers, and may the power protect you.